Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are really excited to have you here with us today. We are getting into a really good topic about how accountability is not church hurt. We have seen this happen a lot in church. People tend to think that, oh, this person got on me about this sin or something that maybe they don't view as a sin and they get offended. And what usually tends to happen is we see these people leave the church, Mm -hmm. which is so unfortunate. And I think that this is a topic we need to discuss because people need to know that within the body of Christ, we function differently. So it's not like the world that tells us, oh, everything's okay and, you know, whatever you want to do is great. That's not how we should function in the church. And it doesn't mean that there can't be real church hurt. It doesn't mean that some people don't take it too far when they're discipling someone or Mm -hmm. they don't do it in the right heart when they are correcting and trying to guide and lead someone. So we want to look at all of those different aspects and just have a great conversation about it. So if you feel like you have been hurt by the church or other Christians or within a discipleship relationship kind of deal, please stay for this conversation because I think it's going to be a really beneficial one for all of us, whether Mm -hmm. you have been or not. And um, I think this is a great one for people who are currently discipling or looking for someone to disciple them because this is just kind of like the foundation that you have to build upon. I need to know this. I need to know that this is kind of the expectations. This is what happens in a discipleship relationship and within the church if we're functioning the way that Christ intends. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about today, but Maddie, catch us up on all the great stuff that's been happening over here. Okay, so we have actually been doing some really interesting updates Mm -hmm. on the blog. Lily was kind of messing with some things the other day and for like a full 48 hours... (laughs) We got to hear about all the new changes. They're really cool. And she kept, like, calling me into our schoolroom being like, does this look good? Does this look good? Yeah. And so we're very excited because it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And we are – we always get excited about new changes to the blog and stuff. But these new changes are going to make it even easier to navigate our blog. We were just mm-hmm. saying we're really happy that we have been able to have such a great – website that is easy to navigate and easy to get around because I feel like you go to so many different blogs and websites and stuff that are just so confusing and you have no idea where to go. So we have been really trying to make this super easy for you guys to find our stuff, to read blog posts, to check out the podcast, our different resource stuff. So that's really exciting and we're um, looking forward to all of you getting to see that And then, obviously, we've been posting new podcast episodes every Monday. Mm -hmm. We have actually just started on a partnership with a brand called Hope Beauty, which we did an ad for a little while ago. And they've given us a discount code where you guys can go shop, find some really great makeup products. They have some really, really awesome things for you to check out. 
And I was going to mention in the ad, we kind of like mentioned that, oh, this is for our ladies or whatever who are listening to the podcast. Obviously, it still is because Mm -hmm. that's who's probably going to buy makeup products. But if you're a guy listening and you want to get something for your wife or something for your daughters or something like that, this is a really great way to invest in a small business that is Christian, conservative, pro-life, all of these different things that we really value and we hope that you guys do too. Mm -hmm. And it's also a way to give something that is a really exciting gift. Like it's something that women appreciate. Like high quality makeup products are hard to find, Mm -hmm. especially when the business is actually doing great things for the Lord and that kind of thing. So anyway, just a side note there. If you're a guy, that's maybe a great gift idea as well. Mm -hmm. And they have some great selections. If you want some bolder makeup, they've Mm -hmm. got like some reds and some dark pinks for lipsticks and all kinds of things like that. Or if you want to keep things a little bit more neutral and casual, they have some really nice lighter colors that just kind of pizzazz your look a little bit. So anyway, we will stop talking about that for the guys that are listening. (laughs) I'm sure they don't really care that much, but you should invest in this company. We really love them. We love their products. We've used their products. You guys know that we don't advertise things unless we actually like their Mm -hmm. stuff. So we love them as a company and their products. They're really great. Go listen to our little ad and you can find our discount code and all those great things. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. All right, guys. So let's get into this episode. So our kind of focus here is accountability is not church hurt. Initial thoughts. What do you think about this? Okay. So I think that this is a big topic and probably one that a lot of us have tried to explain before. I know that this is kind of difficult to explain to some people because Mm -hmm. I think that our pride can sometimes get in the way when someone's trying to keep us accountable and we look at that as like really mean or it's church hurt and I need to leave my church and I need to find a new one because they're just really mean over here at this one. I think that we kind of need to reset our thinking process here because like in scripture, Jesus called people out on things and sometimes he was pretty firm when he Mm -hmm. called them out. Like the Pharisees selling things in the temple, you know, he went in there and flipped tables and all kinds of things. So I think that as church people, if we're the ones that are calling someone out on their sin or something that they're doing in their lives that does not glorify the Lord, I think that we need to follow Jesus' example because he was invested in having relationships mm-hmm. with the people that he was involved with. He didn't just, you know, because Jesus was fully God and fully man. So in his fully God area, he knows everything about everyone. And so he could just walk up to someone and know what they're doing and be like, um, you need to stop. You're a horrible person and you're not glorifying me. You're not glorifying the father. You're just like, you're, you're horrible. Yeah. But really when we see him call people out in scripture, you see that he's invested time mm-hmm. into these people and he has invested in building relationships with them. So I think this is an important thing to note for in the church. You can't just expect someone to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I understand you're totally right when you tell them something that is a little bit embarrassing maybe that you found out about it or Mm -hmm. something like that you have to invest in having a relationship with these people because if you just call it out then yeah that's kind of weird and Mm -hmm. maybe even a little bit rude i'm not saying that if you don't know someone super well that you have to just stay quiet because oh i don't know them as well but i think that you have to tread lightly Mm -hmm. in that area 
And I think that if you don't know them, then you could easily be wrong about the situation. Like you may Mm -hmm. not know all the details because you're not talking with them weekly. You're not investing in them. You're not having each other over to your homes and like just eating a meal together or something, you know, like a normal Mm -hmm. kind of discipleship relationship usually looks like. I feel like the Lord modeling that kind of discipleship relationship where you know the person, you're pouring into them, you, you've you spent time with them, and you genuinely love them, mm-hmm. that kind of protects us from going too far, if you get what I'm saying there, from offending someone. It doesn't mean they're not going to necessarily be a little angry with you or a little, yeah. you know, like, oh, that hurt, but at least they know that you love them, you've spent time with them, and you have that firm foundation that Mm -hmm. they respect you, you respect them, and you love each other. So it's hard to just kind of walk away from something like that, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I think that ultimately it does come down to a pride issue Mm -hmm. if someone does get offended, because if you are functioning in the way that scripture tells you to. Now, I know that there are some Christians who take it too far and they Mm -hmm. like yell at people and are just really unchristian like while calling people to be Christians. And I think that that really embarrasses our cause. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. But I think at the same time, you know, we are not called to necessarily be like gentle Christians when there's a big sin problem. Absolutely. And we are called to bring these things into the light and be like, okay, this is not something that is glorifying the Lord. It's not something that is helping you at all in your own life. You know, sin is just dragging you down. So I think that ultimately, if we do get offended by these things, we need to evaluate our own heart and make sure that we are not the ones being prideful. Mm -hmm. Because we've had a couple of instances where we have just called people to make Jesus number one, which isn't something that they were actually doing in their life. Mm -hmm. And then they just completely like warp the story and say like, oh, they told me I couldn't do this and I couldn't do this because that doesn't glorify Jesus. But how do they know what glorifies Jesus in my life and that kind of thing? So I think that ultimately those things are purely a pride issue. I'm not saying that Christians can't get it wrong sometimes, Mm -hmm. but when you're specifically just calling someone to like make sure that Jesus is a priority in their life and they want to keep living in a worldly lifestyle, then that is an issue. And that is not something that they can blame on the church or that specific Christian that called them out. Because when you're simply calling them to make Jesus a priority, there is nothing unbiblical about that. There's nothing mean about that. Like, it's going to be difficult. You're going to have to change your lifestyle a Mm -hmm. little bit. But that is something that is necessary if you want to be a good Christian, if you want to serve Jesus in a way that glorifies him and in a way that shows that you love him. Mm -hmm. So I think that if you have found yourself feeling offended by something that someone has called you out about, when you know that it is sin, but it just kind of hurt your feelings, I would challenge you, like, examine your own heart and make sure that you are not allowing any sort of pride Mm -hmm. to seep in and to kind of poison you against that person because truly I think that if you you have a relationship with that person as a Christian and you truly do care about their life not just like oh you're making other Christians look bad or you're making the church look bad if you genuinely care about them as a person I think that we are going to do it in a loving way Mm -hmm. you're going to call out that sin in a loving way And if the person gets offended, like if you're the one calling out the sin, if that person gets offended, 
just pray about it. Make sure that you were in the right, that you were doing what the Lord told you to do. Don't rush into things like this. Mm -hmm. I think that that's kind of a problem for some Christians. Like we see sin and we're just like, oh my goodness, like, oh, that needs to to stop immediately, like Mm -hmm. right now. And so I would encourage you, like, before you do things like that, you need to take time to pray, read scripture, look at Jesus' example, and truly just slow down, think for a minute, ask the Lord to guide you in what to say and Mm -hmm. when to approach this person to help you choose your time well, and also to soften their heart before you go and speak to them. So I think that, yeah, this is a big thing in the church because the church has become so gentle in everything that anytime we call sin out it's like oh my goodness that is completely uncharacteristic of you Mm -hmm. and oh my like we're actually gonna act like christians now are you crazy like that makes me uncomfortable and it hurts my feelings because i'm not i'm not supposed to be doing this but you're not the one that's supposed to tell me that i'm not Mm -hmm. supposed to be doing this so i think that as the church if we kind of step up and we truly do hold people accountable and we allow other people to hold us accountable Mm -hmm. we cannot we're not above this if there's sin in your life that someone calls out then you are called to accept that and you're called to repent and get yourself right with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's not like someone else can force you to do that. But out of that, hopefully you would feel a genuine conviction and you would truly kind of get that situation turned around mm-hmm. and would truly try and glorify Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So two things I was thinking about while you were talking was one, this shocks people when we hold them accountable and we actually pour into them and we love them in such a way that goes, I see the sin in your life. And it doesn't mean that I'm perfect. Okay. Mm -hmm. When I'm calling this out, it doesn't mean that I have it all together. It doesn't mean that there aren't things that I'm working on and there aren't things that I am trying to get the Lord involved in and transform in my life. Mm -hmm. That should be happening for us as well, especially those who are discipling. Like we always have to be imitating Christ and being holy as he is holy because we're leading people and we're guiding them. And so we want to make sure that we're not misinformed. We want to make sure that we're not going to them in a manner in which Christ would be like, whoa, 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 hold your horses. That's not at all what is actually going on. I don't want to be the cause of someone leaving the church or someone, Mm -hmm. you know, really being hurt, that should be our heart. And so I feel like if you do it in that kind of heart and with that mindset that you genuinely love them and you want to see them become more like Christ because you know that that is what Christ intends and that is for their own good, then you've done it correctly. Okay, like just hear that. If you're someone who has been discipling and people have sometimes walked away because you said the hard things, but you did it in the right heart and you were prayerful about it and the Mm -hmm. Lord was in it, it's okay. All right. I just feel like I need to say that for some of the people who have, you know, pastors, elders, people out there who, and even if you're not in church leadership, but you're just pouring into people on an everyday kind of basis, like this stuff is difficult. Mm -hmm. And it is hard to try to like weigh the good and the bad and be like, okay, what do I say? How do I say it? Do I have the right heart? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of questioning that goes into it and a lot of doubting sometimes because it's like, well, They didn't really receive that. So was it my fault or did I say something wrong or, you know, that kind of thing. So Mm -hmm. I just want to say, if you do have the right heart, that's what it boils down to. The second thing I was thinking about while Maddie was talking was 
One thing that I have always tried to do, and it doesn't mean I always get it right, so hear me when I say that, but one thing that I've always tried to do is if I have to go talk to someone, if I have to go address some sin, if I have to go and encourage or challenge a believer to do a little bit better or something in some area of their life, one thing that I always try to do is make sure that I do not start the conversation angry. Do not start it in a way like, I can't believe you did this. Make sure your heart is right before them and before the Lord, before you even go talk to them. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that is crucial that we don't go with a mean spirit or whatever. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to be a little bit upset because sin should be upsetting to us. Okay. So Mm -hmm. hear me when I say that, because I feel like there is a difference between being upset about sin and being like, it breaks your heart because it breaks God's heart deal. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between that and being angry at the person and I know better. And so I'm going to go tell them what's right. Yeah. They can tell when when your um, heart is not right or it's not in that, but they can also tell when it is. And so that's the encouraging thing is that if your heart is right, they may try to blame you for something. They may try to, like Maddie said, make up something like, oh my goodness, they said this or whatever. And, you know, some things like that just happen. And that is, to me, a, a result of a lack of maturity, right? It's a lack of maturity in their lives. And so you just have to recognize that and you have to be like, okay, Lord, I'm, you know, trusting you that that's what you wanted me to say and keep pouring into them. Like, don't just kind of leave them. I get that there are some instances where things like that just happen. You know, it's like, okay, come back when you're ready. Come Mm -hmm. back when you're ready to do this thing. And and that's okay. Like, I'm going to give you space. I'm going to give you time. I'm not going to be all up in your face like, well, if you're not doing this and if you're not doing that, you're terrible, you know? Just make sure that your heart is right about it because that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And a verse that we found for this, I think it really applies and it's encouraging, but it's also convicting for all of us, for those of us who feel like we are kind of in a position to call out sin if you're discipling someone or whatever, Mm -hmm. but also to accept that kind of accountability from someone else who may be pouring into you or something like that. I think that it's important to note that like Lily said, it's not like you should be, well, I'm above you, so I have to do this. Yeah. It is an obligation as Christians, but when we look at it as like an obligatory, I have to have this conversation with you or else people Mm -hmm. are going to be able to criticize my leadership, then that's ridiculous. And that is not the way that you should be approaching the situation. Right. And I think that that's sometimes something that we can get confused with in leadership, especially when you're that person who has to do this a lot, maybe. And I know that we've experienced that before, Mm -hmm. definitely, because it's like, how many times, (laughs) how many times before people actually understand the gravity Mm -hmm. of all of this? And there have been things in our lives that people have called us out on, and it's been, like, difficult to accept, and you kind of are disgruntled for a little bit, maybe, but then you're kind of like, okay, I need to stop being so prideful, Mm -hmm. and then you start reading into everything they do, and it's just, it eats you up. But I need to stop being so prideful and I need to accept this because this is what I expect out of everyone else. So, if I'm not willing to follow my own expectations, then this is ridiculous. Anyhow, I'm going to read Galatians 6 verses 1 through 3 and it says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. I think that this is important because when we begin to think that we are something and we are important, 
that is when sin can very easily creep in Mm -hmm. and when we can also become so prideful that we look at accountability as church hurt and we allow that to make us disgruntled against the church, against the specific person that called out sin in us. Mm -hmm. And it can just eat you up inside, like I said earlier. And I think that people leave churches over this and stuff, but if we're all functioning like Christians, like the next church you go to is supposed to be the exact same way. Right. It shouldn't be that you go from this really strong, convicted, passionate church body that is calling out sin and, you know, growing and doing stuff. And then you go over here across the street and it's like, oh, we accept everyone and we just, Mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. Like, it's not supposed to be that way. Yeah. And that's why I kind of said, this is why accountability surprises us. When it happens, it's like a big shock to us because we're not used to it. And hear me when I say that the church was never intended to function that way. Mm -hmm. It was never supposed to be this gentle, oh, it's okay. You have sin in your life. Continue on in it. Jesus loves you still. And yes, he does, but we're called to speak the truth in love. Mm -hmm. And so we can't just back away from that and be like, well, accountability. Like, I just can't have any part in that. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like that. It's every church you go to, every Christian you meet should have these solid principles that they go back to that are found in scripture Mm -hmm. and they have the right heart and they're growing in their own relationship with the Lord and they're challenging themselves too. It's not just like they're challenging you to do better and they're over here, you know, living in sin too. This is how we are supposed to function. But because the church has not functioned this way, whenever it happens, people are totally and completely shocked. And it doesn't mean that there aren't some people within the church. And I want to keep reiterating this because I know that some people might listen to this and be like, well, the person who called me out was in the wrong. They may have been. Like, I understand that there are some Christians um, or people that claim to be Christians who don't have the right heart and who don't understand what scripture says about sin or they've misinterpreted something or whatever. I understand there are people like that. And that is church hurt. Mm -hmm. But understand me when I say the real church is not going to hurt you. Okay. It is only going to make you better. And that's the point. It doesn't mean you're not going to be offended sometimes. Yeah. But we should always come back to the fact that Yeah, they pointed me back to scripture Mm -hmm. and they pointed me back to Jesus. And that is what should make the difference in our lives and our churches. Yeah. And I think that when it says here, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Mm -hmm. I think that the church has kind of taken this out of context and said, okay, well, we have to be gentle so we can't actually like call up some conviction in someone's life. But I think that what this verse is trying to tell us is that like Lily was saying earlier, that you have to have the right heart. It's Mm -hmm. not like you should be, you're a terrible person. I can't believe you would do this. You know better and you know that you're not supposed to do this. Sometimes that comes into it. Like people do know better and they still do it. Yeah. And we all do that. We all know better and we all still do things. And it's not something that we should all just settle for. Mm -hmm. Like that's not what I'm saying. But I think that this verse is calling us to have the right heart and to genuinely be gentle in spirit knowing that probably what you're about to say to them is going to embarrass them Mm -hmm. or is going to really make them be like, oh my goodness, I can't believe they found out about this or something like that. So I think that if you have the right heart on both sides, if you're Mm -hmm. the one being called out and being held accountable, you need to have the right heart and you need to listen to whatever this person is telling you and then put some more prayer into it ask the Lord to really help you if there's something in your life to really help you turn that around and 
to genuinely mm-hmm. be changed by what this person told you, but ultimately what the Holy Spirit is doing in your life by convicting you and calling things out through a member of your church or someone that's discipling you. Right. And then as the person who's calling out that sin, have that spirit of gentleness. That doesn't always mean that, you know, Jesus went and flipped tables. It's not like he was constantly like, oh my goodness, Peter, you just can't do this. It's not like a gentle parenting aspect. It's you have the right heart about it. And sometimes you have to say, like, get behind me, Satan. Like, Jesus said these things and he wasn't always completely, oh my goodness, we all just need to take a breath. We all need to calm down. Do some yoga. I've noticed this. And if you don't think this is happening in your life, then that's fine. Right. No. Jesus actually called things out, but then he still invested in that relationship. Mm -hmm. It's not like he called them out and then was just like, okay, I'm just not going to have anything to do Mm -hmm. with you anymore because of this sin in your life. So, and I know that like we always go back to this story and not necessarily us, but like as the church and as Christians, we always go back to this is the woman caught in adultery. Like Jesus cared for her. He loved yeah. her. He's the only one who defended her in this situation, even though she was in the wrong and she is caught in the this act of sin and everybody is ready to be like, no, this is wrong. This is, you know, absolutely. And they have the wrong heart. You Mm -hmm. have to understand that, like, it's a perfect example of them having the wrong heart, wanting to stone her, not give her a second chance to turn her life around and be transformed through the Spirit, but Jesus looks at her and goes, go and sin no more, Mm -hmm. right? You have this chance, and I love you, and I've defended you, and I see your potential here, and I want you to come to know me. And I just love that example because, and I know it's cliche, I know we always use it, but I I think that we can't let that become like white noise to us and be like, oh, well, we can't Mm -hmm. listen to that because it's just something we say over and over again. No, it has so much truth and beauty in it because that is how Jesus operated and that's how he expects us to treat people not only within the church but also outside of the church because the lost are looking at us and they do want to be called to this higher standard i know we we do talk about this a lot here on the podcast but we talk about especially young people and i mean this is for everybody but especially young people in today's world we want to be called to a higher standard of living we want to be called to live this holy and radical life for jesus and we're not seeing that in the church and the lost are wanting that too. They mm-hmm. want something radical and they don't want these angry, bitter church people to tell them what they should be doing and what they're doing wrong mm-hmm. and to call them out and then leave them and like not help them or give them any resources or anything. To be exactly like the Pharisees. Exactly. Like scenario. let's just stone them, you mm-hmm. know. That's what we tend to do in the church if we even get to the point of, okay, we're going to call them out. Like it's always either one extreme exactly. or the other, I think. And I think that mm-hmm. this is because we haven't studied scripture enough yeah and because we just get we make christianity about us Mm -hmm. too often so we either need to look like the hero who is just completely condemning this and oh we're gonna save everybody because we're calling out this sin yeah and so let's stone her let's embarrass her let's you know just bring her before all these people and Mm -hmm. tell everyone what she did and you know all this stuff or we're like oh my goodness we can't say anything. Like, just be quiet. Don't say anything. Yeah. And so I think that we need to stop going from one extreme to the other. And we need to find that not necessarily middle ground, but mm-hmm. the correct ground that we're supposed to be standing on that Jesus modeled to us in scripture. Absolutely. So, yeah. I had this one last quote that I wanted to share with you guys because I think that this is, it's really good quote mm-hmm. that I saw on Instagram the other day. And it says, be thankful people have loved you enough to not let you act like a fool. 
Then she goes on to say, the enemy wants you offended by those God has called to protect you. Mm -hmm. This is just packed with truth because this is how we view um, accountability in today's world. We view it as offensive. Mm -hmm. We view it as these people are being mean. And once again, I'll say it again, (laughs) some people do treat accountability in that way. They do have the wrong heart. But I really pray and hope that you guys who are listening to this, other people who are within the church are understanding what the Bible says about accountability. And they're taking this seriously Mm -hmm. and they have the right heart and they want to be like Jesus and they want to be mature in their faith and they want to help people grow in maturity and to grow in their love for Christ. And that is done through accountability. We have to recognize that. A lot of the growing process is done through the act of accountability. And I think that that's what we need to come back to. These people who God has called to protect us and to lead us and to guide us because they are older, they're more mature, they have um, more experience than we do. It doesn't mean that they're more spiritual or, or, you know, whatever, but it just means that they are actively growing just like we are. Mm -hmm. And maybe they've gone through this before. And so, they're like, hey, I want to point this out because if somebody wouldn't have pointed this out in my life, I would have gone down the wrong track. I would have done this. I would have sinned. And I don't want that for you. So, don't let the enemy trick you into thinking that the people around you that truly do care about you, that love you, and that want to see you become more like Christ are trying to offend you, are trying to be mean, are trying to smite you. Mm -hmm. They're not. They absolutely aren't. They're trying to help grow you. And we have to be thankful for people like that. We have to tell them, like, listen, I know that I'm a little offended by that right now. You know, I don't really want to hear that. I don't really, like, my heart kind of like, ugh, I don't want to hear that. But I know that it's what I need to hear, and I know it's going to help grow me. So, I give you permission to say those hard things in my life. We need more Christians who are willing to say that, whether Mm -hmm. they just became a Christian or they've been a Christian for 50 years. We need both sides of the spectrum to be humbled and to understand that we can make each other better Mm -hmm. through the process of accountability because it's all over the gospel. It's what Jesus did. It's what he's modeled to us. And if we understand what he did and how he did it, I think that the church is going to be a lot better off. Yeah, I definitely agree. All right. We hope this episode encouraged you or maybe convicted you a little bit. I know that all of us need some reminders about these things, whether you're Mm -hmm. the one who is sinning or you are the one who's calling out the sin. I think that all of us need these reminders from time to time that if you are calling out the sin and you're doing it in the right heart, you are not the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And even if people walk away... Maybe that was just something that the Lord was using to test you to make sure that you were being obedient Mm -hmm. and you were doing what he's called you to do. And if you're the one who has been called out before, I encourage you to get past the pride that can easily seep into these situations and really look at your life. Make Mm -hmm. sure that what they were telling you is true. And if it is, then allow the Holy Spirit to really like work in your heart, work in the situation and convict you and hopefully help you out of those things. We're going to close this episode in prayer, so please pray with us. Lord, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to sit down and record this episode. I pray that you would just help all of us to keep this reminder in the back of our minds this week and in the coming weeks as we are calling out sin and just trying to be Christians who glorify you and who help others to truly be better and who also 
try to call out the sin in our own lives, who try and pay attention to those things and try to change and become more like you every day. I pray that you would just continue to convict us in those things because we know that ultimately conviction is good. Conviction calls us to be better, to be more like you. So I pray that you would just help all of us to keep this in mind and to truly be seeking after you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, we are going to wrap this episode up here. Thank you so much for listening to this point. We are just so grateful for you and for um, hanging around here and listening to the show. It means a lot to us. We want to encourage you to do daily life with us over on Instagram. We've been posting a lot over there, just some more real life kind of encouraging posts that you can share with others that may mm-hmm. be an encouragement to you. And you can find us at the few.blog. That's our username on Instagram. You can also find our IG handle in the description of every single one of our podcast episodes. Be sure to rate and review the show and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye guys.